Hi, I'm Greg Martin. Thank you for watching and or listening as we get ready for all God said is going to happen in these last days. And I'm excited to share scripture that's paralleling current events in our world. Today, I want to talk about uh, why societies have failed in the past. Someone said the thing that we learn from history is that we don't actually learn from history. So uh, as we're all concerned, uh, we're here. There's many elections going on uh, around the world and in our country. Israel's going through elections. Uh, I guess Brazil's elections are crazy and and ours are here in a, uh, the beginning of this year uh, or the beginning of next month in November. But, but one of the things that we can learn and take note of is uh, great societies have become great for some good reasons and uh and then they've also fallen societies uh over human history for some very specific reasons so all great societies become great because they all have one thing in common a strong family and god is all about strong families he, jesus came to present uh the father which represents the, the head of the home, the father figure is of the home, and we're adopted when we give our heart to Christ. We're adopted into his family. So God is all about families. And societies who, st who believe in family remain strong. When we have strong families, we don't need a lot of government interference in our lives. When we don't have families, that's when we need government to come in and kind of fulfill fill that vacuum of you know parents when kids go wrong parents can usually take care of it and discipline and correct well when there's not that issue you know then you need government agencies to come in and fill those things so every nation that has fallen has fallen because of the decline of family values and has replaced it instead of the family being the important thing, uh, the individual becomes the important thing. So when we look <clears throat> over history of Rome, why did Rome fall? Egypt, Samaria, Greece, even Russia, we can learn some valuable things from that kind of his history. <clears throat> it's interesting, family, when we talk about family values, an individual uh, mother, father will often self-sacrifice to preserve the family and uh, will will do what it takes to to have a family strong. Uh, a lot of parents know what I'm talking about. They, they will sacrifice for themselves so that their children and their family will be blessed and the community as well. Today, we've kind of flipped that role in America and we're in that progression of decline, unfortunately, because the family is not valued. Instead, the individual has become the valued piece in our society. We want uh, the individual to come out and tell us who they are, what they believe, and, and then the community to celebrate that, the society to sacrifice for the individual. And that's kind of upside down. And we're living in a time that I, uh, where Isaiah said in Isaiah 5.20, what sorrow for those who say evil is good and good is evil, that dark is light and light is dark, that bitter is sweet and sweet is bitter. So we're living in a time where things are just different uh, than they have been historically in our society from our foundation as a country nearly 300 years. And so 
Uh, we're living in a time where we're looking, unfortunately, at uh, what is becoming a post-Christian society. So we need to be praying like we've never prayed before, believing God, not only do our civic duty vote, but we also need to be praying for revival in our society. But I want to talk about some steps that civilization has talked, and most of these will not be foreign to any of us. But when we look at history, uh, we can see there's a guy uh, named Carl Zimmerman. He wrote a book on the fall of societies. And so a lot of this information comes from that. And so I just want to give you a few of these. Number one. Uh, wrote about this when he uh, studied the, the fall of Russia and when the Bolshevik Revolution took place in uh, 1917. The number one thing was marriages lose their sacredness. Go right to the heart, destroy the family, and you will you can reinvent the country. And that's exactly what communism strove out to do. So they uh, marriage loses it. It's, it's uh, value, uh, it's sacredness as holy, and we are certainly living in a day where marriage is not honored like God is required. And, and years ago, uh, uh, laws were passed that uh, made it easy for husbands and wife to get divorced, no-fault divorces. Man, we just don't get along. We don't see eye to eye. We've grown apart. We fell out of love. Boom easy to get a divorce. Well, it didn't used to be that way. You had to have reasons for a divorce. You just couldn't get a divorce for any reasons. It's interesting. Jesus identified this when the Pharisees came. Can we get, can we uh, divorce our wives for any old reason? In that day, it was uh, wife's fault divorce, if you will, that Jesus was coming against. And Jesus said it in the beginning, it was not so. A man shall leave his father and mother and let no man separate. Well, the Bolshevik Revolution, they realized they could change the country if they could divide the husband and wife. So they created a no-fault divorce system, and uh, marriage became so people could get divorced for any old reason. It was easy to get divorced. Didn't have to go through the church to either get married or get divorced. And so they took the power away from the church, and um, just people began to live together, shack up, and... Uh, the family structure was destroyed and uh, Russia, we know the history. And uh, second thing is a traditional, which kind of flows into that, the traditional meaning of marriage lost. You know, God created marriage. And when we take God out of our societies, when, we re when societies can get... Uh, not honor the marriage institution that God set up and loses the companionship apart from God's plan, you can make marriage whatever. And we're seeing today where people are redefining marriage outside of the biblical context, more if you want to say traditional context of marriage, it can be whatever you want to be married to. Uh, that's, that's another step in the fall of societies. A lot of people don't like that, and that's why we have uh, his, history revisionists happening.
because history kind of points to a specific thing that we can realize, but uh, that's another problem in itself. But Hebrews chapter 13, verse four says, give honor to marriage and remain faithful to one another in marriage. God will surely judge people who are immoral and those who commit adultery. In other words, God is saying, when marriage is not honored, things, doors get opened up that are not good. The third thing that happened uh, in these societies is the feminist movement where women's desire to, to be married, to have a family, to have kids uh, was not a prioritized. Women were looked down upon for, for raising a family and, and children. And uh, even, in, even today, the women's uh, movement is uh, kind of shaming uh, ladies who stay at home, who work, uh, uh, who stay at home to raise their family instead to work. And they make statements like a woman is not free until she's out from under a husband and the obligations of family life. And so that kind of mentality is literally destroying our society. In fact, we're living in a day and age where year after year statistics say the birth rate is going down. Well, you can only do that for so long until we're in a negative population growth. And uh, we can talk about that at a later date, but that creates another set of problems where children aren't, uh, there's not enough children you know how many institutions and schools and all kinds of things are based around children? And just think of all those jobs that need to be those entry level jobs. Uh, when we don't have young kids being raised up to fill those uh, entry level jobs, the, you got another, you have another issue. And there's countries in the world today that have negative population growth that are struggling. And that's part of our societies going in the wrong direction. The other thing is uh, public disrespect for parents kind of goes with the women's movement. But, uh, you know, parents, uh, we're seeing that today where parents who are getting involved in the in the school systems uh, earlier this year, the FBI came and arrested some parents for for uh, being terrorists, labeled terrorists because they were questioning what the schools were teaching. And so we're seeing that not only that incident, but many incidences where parents involvement uh, in their children's lives. Uh, we know that the government wants to get involved and take full control over the parents' right to, to, to govern their children. So that's a problem and that's what caused, one of the things that caused the, the fall of many societies. The fifth thing is increase in juvenile delinquency. All these things fit together, they're all tied one to another children, promiscuity, rebellion. When the home is disrupted, uh, kids just, there's no rules, there's no boundaries, there's no guardrails for kids. So um, broken homes create broken societies and kids gotta, they go into a survival mode and there's outbursts and there's there's trouble and we're living in that. And it's not, we, we see it in our world today. The hostility of, uh, the intellectuals, those who deem themselves to know the way, who are teachers and uh, in our education system, the hostility towards traditional family. And that uh, 
spreads and we're, we're our colleges and universities are teaching uh, what a family is outside of the traditional husband and wife and family all living under one roof. So when we got these, uh, and this is, read your history. Why did Rome fall? Why did Russia fall? Because the intellectuals were redefining what family is. Uh, the seventh thing is an increase in acceptance of adultery. And uh, we're, you know, over society, you know, from the 50s, the 60s, 70s, uh, adultery and uh, extramarital affairs have just kind of been, it's not that it's accepted per se, that it's welcomed, but it's just like, it's become normal. And uh, that is a problem for societies in history and how they've fallen. And so we got to wake up, wake up to what is happening all around us. The other thing is uh, a tolerance of sexual perversion. And we have seen this uh, progressing in our society. It seems like it's completely out of control. Uh, now we got stuff that's uh, called pansexualism, where you can have a sexual relations with whoever, wherever, whenever, and whatever. And uh, that's maybe that's where we're going as society, but it's not good for our society. And it's, it's the road that has led other countries into their great fall. And so we need to wake up to what is happening in our society. Uh, if we haven't already, and you're watching this, probably realizing the exact same thing, that your heart is grieved with the direction that our country is in. But the thing we need to do is shine our life for Jesus Christ, stay in church, stay committed to your family, love God with all your heart, and uh, pray for revival. Um, and so if you haven't received Jesus Christ, man, ask him into your heart. And if you got sin, man, come get to the blood of Jesus and ask for forgiveness. And we need to live and be ready for the return, soon return of Jesus Christ. So my prayer is you get ready, get right with God, love him, get involved in your local church and get ready whether he uh, comes soon or he delays his coming for several years. Either way, we need to live and be ready. God bless.